Homer, thanks for having me on. Well, you're like in the middle of, what desert are you in the middle of? How can we get you? The Mojave Desert, and sometimes you just get to a spot where there's weird, you know, like there's a good bush for cell phone reception or something, and I'm at that spot. All right. I mean, I should know this. Where exactly is the Mojave Desert? It's in Southern California, kind of close to Nevada where we're at. It's a place called Johnson Valley. And you claim there are... by 29 Palms. Yeah, that helps. You claim that's that... That's the Marine base. Okay, that helps too. Um, you claim <laughs> there are 60,000 people there. Well, I was, I was talking with somebody from the Bureau of Land Management who's working out here, and she said this is the second largest Bureau of Land Management event in the country behind Burning Man. And she said, but there's a people limit for Burning Man, and there's not a people limit for this. So she said this could actually be a lot higher. Um, there's, there's certain areas you can only go if you pay the admission. And so there's easily 60,000. And some people think there could be as upwards of 100,000 people out here. Now, for people who don't know, you work for Optima Battery. And is, this has to have something to do with cars and some road race or some crazy car. You, you do one where they go up a mountain, the side of the mountain or the, down the mountain. That's I this one. What? That's this one. It, it's the world's toughest one-day off-road race. It's called the uh, King of the Hammers. And there, Progressive Insurance actually sponsors it this year with Optima. Can I watch it on uh, some uh, streaming channel? Or is a, yes. yes. It's, and it's amazing coverage. It's ultra4racing.com. And they have a live stream that's free, and you can tune in and watch it. And they've got drone pilots that fo- follow these things as they're oh, that, climbing over four-foot rocks. That's made it a hundred times better, right? I mean, it's incredible what the views they can give you now. Yeah, the drones are fantastic. I'm waiting for drones in, in football and basketball. That'll be something. Huh? Yeah, it's going to be next. Uh, now, people die, right? I don't know if they die ever. This is like, this is crazy, crazy stuff. So there was a guy who died, at least one guy died earlier this week. He didn't have a helmet on. If you're in a UTV, you're supposed to have a helmet on. And he got ejected and died, but he was a spectator. Usually the competitors are really safely, you know, secured in their vehicles and they don't die at this. But there's so many people out here and so many people making questionable decisions. I don't know if they average a death every year, but there's there's people that die out here. I, a, I love uh, that. Somewhat Making questionable, question, questionable <laughs> decisions. Uh, perfectly put. All right, who's the Babe Ruth or, like, who's the Michael Jordan? Is there anybody that's just uh, the king of the king of the hammers? There's a couple guys. Lauren Healy is one of them. Randy Slauson. They've won it more than once. I think Jason Shearer might have won it more than once. And there's some other crossover people like Robbie Gordon, who's raced IndyCar and NASCAR, sure. come out here and tried to run, but he hasn't done as well. It's it's a really you've, you've got to be committed to it, and you just can't buy somebody else's rig and come out here and run and expect to do good. You have to know how to crawl through rocks, and you have to be able to handle a vehicle at 130 miles an hour out in the desert. Now, now I wish it's on. It's not on TV anywhere, right? That's the problem. People. No, but it's it's free online. It's Ultra, oh, Ultra Four Racing. Four, you can watch Ultra Four Racing. Is that what you said? Yes. All right, uh, now, uh, let's get to the more important stuff, not that it isn't necessarily for you. Um, Mike DeCourcy, you know him well. He probably has interviewed you a few times. Knowledgeable Big Ten Network, covers college uh, basketball for the Sporting News. He was on a podcast, and this is what he said. This is what Mike DeCourcy said about Marquette. If there's a Final Four team in the Big East, I believe it's Marquette. And I said, I'm the voice of Marquette. I think he's smoking crack with his grandma. Uh, Marquette's good. But but I thought, all right, I got to calm down. I'll let Mac see what Mac says, because I know you follow Marquette. 
It's been a good year. Marquette's a good team. They're going to go to the tournament. Might have a decent seed, but Final Four. Take it away, Mac. Well, he's a professional member of the media, and he did a great job of, of crafting a soundbite that's going to get a lot of mileage because he said, it, and most people miss this part, he said, if there is a yeah. team in the Big East. So he's not saying there is any in the Big East, but he's saying if he thinks Marquette's a team. And, and that's a safe thing to say based on all the wins they've had against the top teams in the conference that and how much better they're playing than, than everybody expected. Yeah, but they could ask you could ask me that about any conference, and I know I'm not going to feel obligated to give it. I mean, I, I'm going to have him on Monday. i got to get him on. Because I'm sure he's saying every year you just pick Villanova. Well, Marquette has beaten Villanova twice, so they just automatically shoot to the top. It's interesting for me because usually at this point in the season, this is when other folks start to kind of figure things out mm-hmm. and they see a team get beat and they're like, yeah, that's what we got to do. We got to do the same thing and we'll beat them. And they do not always, but sometimes. And, and it seems like teams are now having their second crack at Marquette and, you know, Seton Hall got past them, but they, they had some guys back they didn't have before, but Nova, you would have expected, would have been able yep. to do it and they couldn't find a way. And, and Marquette and, and uh, the course, Marquette never trailed in the game. Uh, and when Villanova got close twice, Marquette had nice runs. Uh, I also want to ask ask you about 2K, Kirk West, because I said he's the best shot blocker at Marquette since Jim McElvain because he does all the things that you said were important, and the biggest one is he never gets in foul trouble. He has that amazing ability to block so many shots and not foul, which you've taught me is the hardest one of the hardest parts. Yeah, and, and every time I've you know, complimented him on his ability to block shots without fouling. The next, invariably, the next game he does pick up more fouls than he wants to, probably sooner. But overall, he does a fantastic job, and and he's probably you know the best shot blocker since them all. It's been at Marquette, and and he doesn't feel like he needs to chase after every single last shot. He he knows which ones he's got a shot at, and he goes after them, and he doesn't overcommit himself if it doesn't work out to to the point where he's going to end up with a foul. And I don't know how they kept track of it. it. Was true. He alters or challenges so many shots that he doesn't actually block. But it was going to be an easy basket if he's not there. Well, that's that's a statistic that only the home team is going to track. And, and the Sixers used to do that with Sean Bradley. They called it Bradley alterations because nobody nobody will track that. But if they're they're working on deflections and they keep track of that every game, I imagine the same guy attracts deflections. They can put that on his plate, and that wouldn't be too much for him to handle. And lastly, before we lose you in the desert, you told me many years ago about NBA players all going to Texas and Florida because no state income tax. Now they're talking about Rodgers and some Packers going to Tennessee. There are other states. Um, Is it that, that simple? It just saves you money, and how do states survive when they're obviously have less income because they're not getting anything from the state income tax. Well, it's not just the the lack of state income tax, but it's also the major markets, New York, Chicago, L.A. Those those markets offer players in all sports the opportunity to make more money outside of their playing contract Mm, than the smaller markets do. So it's that combination of the big three major markets and then the income tax-free states. And uh, Florida's uh, sales tax is 6%, but they've got tollways, and they get a ton of revenue, tax revenue, from the tourist industry. So um, every every state's got their their angles. I'm, I'm not as familiar with places like Tennessee, although I have a lot of friends from California who've been moving there in the last several years, and, and they say just pretty much everything about it is less expensive and nicer than California. 
Well, and I apologize because I knew this was important and I never checked all the other states and never said, Mac, how come you're not moving to South Dakota? They don't have any state income tax. You just always I'm married, Homer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're saying you might have gone to Rapid City, but you're not sure Gwendolyn would have agreed to it. I I wouldn't have gone to Rapid City, but I think Nevada would have been on my list, but it was a little too dry for her. All right. And the horses. All right, who's gonna win? Give us the prediction. Who's gonna win the King of the Hammers? And uh I'm I'm gonna we we sponsor four guys at a pretty high level. Jason Blanton, Eric Miller, who's won it before. Vaughn Gittin Jr., who won the Ultra Four regular season championship last year, and he also is a Formula Drift champion. Um, but I'm going to go with Lauren Healy, who blew up the Internet the other day. You, you probably missed it, but a lot of people in the off-road world saw it. He, in the qualifying session, he took a drop in his truck that was probably 15 feet straight down Whoa. and kept on going. It's just crazy that these trucks can do what they do, but... Have he you ever been he, in one? Have you have you ever been in one? Oh, yeah. I've driven one, Homer. I know, but have you dr- done anything in this like what they're doing in this competition? Not, nothing like this, but I got to drive one out of a trade show in Las Vegas, and and there's like no rules. Sidewalks don't matter. Anything <laughs> like three feet and under doesn't really matter. They can just go right over it. Ultra4racing.com, the king of the hammers, the Mac in the desert. Thanks for giving us some time. Awesome. Thank you, Homer. Jim McElvain, I don't know what's next. It won't be from the desert, though.